This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hello, welcome to the Alain Rouge European Champions podcast special. Don't those words sound magnificent? Uh, we've run out of adjectives to describe the emotions of the last week, but we'll try and describe them today and a few days after the, those momentous events in Madrid. We'll try to express our feelings after our heroes lifted number six, twice as many as any other English team, and also were in the top three of the European royalty. I'm your host, Peter Hooten, and I've got a full squad available for today's European podcast. Hopefully my guests have all recovered from the emotional weekend and can string a sentence together. I'm joined by top striker John Coleman, the Atkinson Stanley manager, alongside King of the Cops, Stephen Monaghan, and the defensive wall of Keith Colvin <laughs> and John Nicholson. There's no way through them, no passeran. Um, well, we're truly back on our perch. How does that feel, John Coleman? Uh, a mixture of emotions, really, relief. I just, I just hope it's the start of something. Uh, you know, I said that after the game, uh, you know, often it's the first one, that's the hardest one for any manager to win. And... I I can honestly say if, if if we progress the way we should should progress and if we do what Liverpool used to do in the past with strengthening from a position of strength, um, I think we could we could see a bit of a Celtic Rangers situation but develop over the next couple of years with Liverpool and Man City. I think the two of them are the gulf, and I hope yeah. that, that you know we 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 do strengthen, we do take on board that we are a top side. And we get that belief in, and then we go on to do to do great things and build on this. And you know, obviously, the next one yeah. is going to be the league. Yeah, yeah. Mono, you were um, you you were involved in an absolutely brilliant thing that went on at LFC TV before the, before the final. I mean, it's like were you signing autographs in Madrid or what? As 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 it was said on the day on the um, the video, it was you know football's in, it's emotive. Weird, isn't it? You know, and, and it brought the house of everyone, I think. You know, when you're seeing everyone after the game, you know, when we're victorious and seriously, grown men crying, you know, and John just said there, you know, we can kick on from this. You know, we, we, we thought this in 2001 and we got to treble and then, or five cups, was it? And then, you know, 2005, the European Cup again. But we, we just never moved on, did we? But now it's a different regime with the, this manager we've got. You know, he, yeah. for me, he's the best in the world, you know, obviously. Yeah. Not just because he's at our club, like, but, you know, I think every every man, every man club would love Jürgen Klopp. But let's hope the club do back and, and, and move on to, an, to the, the next level that we want to. But I, I can say next level when you just won a European Cup. It's the, mm. it's the league we won in it as well. You know, we want to, and we want to dominate like we have done in the past. Yeah, I, I equated it to um, Steve Overton. Uh, Sebastian Cole. Yeah. You remember when they, yeah. they each yeah, won each other's one? Yeah, one yeah, 15 yeah. under one, one eight yeah, under. Yeah, yeah. You're supposed to win yeah. different ones. And that's what it's been like this season. I mean, mm. I'd have swapped it for the Premier League, I'll be honest with you, but mm. I think City has swapped the Premier League for the, for the season. Yeah, I think they would have yeah. both exchanged it now. Yeah. Uh, Keith, were you, you look tired and emotional there. Have you just got back or something? <laughs> uh, yeah, that was an Aldi one. Um, so I've had a bit more. Uh, time to recover, I suppose. But like most of the people, you know, you just relieved that you've done it. And I was just happy for the group of players after what they went through last year, actually, you know what I mean? And, you know, they're getting questioned all the time. The manager's obviously been getting questioned since he's not won nothing, obviously. But he'd been progressing year on, year on. So I was more relieved for the play. But, you know, in the ground itself, it, it brings it home to you when you're seeing, as, as Mono said, you know, grown, grown men. But even like lads who you've known who sort of, didn't know in 2005, for instance, you didn't really know them, and you got to know that. And, and they're, in, they're in tears, you've never seen us do something like that before, which was a sight to be seen, to be honest. It, it is very emotional, it's very, you know, heart wrenching sometimes to see yeah. things like that. But it was yeah. brilliant. I, I was just, you know, people say it wasn't their best of games, I'm not really particularly worried about that. It was all about the results. Yeah, yeah. John, I mean, were you crying your eyes out at the end there? Yeah, I mean, you've seen a few European Cup victories. Yeah, I've seen a few, seen a few um, and I wasn't quite. Crying in that sense. In, in many ways, I was relieved because I felt that if we didn't win it, 
there might be a lot of negativity, not necessarily from us, but from the press and whatever, towards yeah. Klopp as being a loser. Yeah, yeah, seven times, yeah, yeah. So I felt it was really important um, for the club and, and for us to move on uh, that we did actually win the trophy. Um, and though it wasn't the best performance of the season by far, and I know football doesn't, doesn't work this way, but it seemed like it was a fitting reward to what we'd done all season yeah. to come away with a trophy. Yeah. I thought the performance was good, actually. Yeah. I know people criticise, but we went one 0 up early on, and we controlled the game. I watched it again yesterday, and I think Tottenham's first shot on target is seventy nine. Yeah. So mm. Liverpool, Liverpool seem to give them possession. Say okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, do you think that you. obviously uh, you know, we're all made up getting a penalty that early, but that might support the game. I think it's it really, it for us. I honestly do, and yeah. I said that I've been saying this all along. Liverpool are at the best when they're driving forward, when they're when they're searching for something when they've got the bit between the teeth. And all of a sudden, they had something to protect after 30 seconds, by, by the time it took a minute and a half. And no disrespect to Tottenham, but after 10 minutes of looking at them, they must have thought, these aren't scoring in the month or something. No, we don't no, have to yeah. score. Yeah, that's what you I know, felt. That's you know, what I, felt. I, 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 did think, I did think they defended well in, in the first half, and I, I agree with you, they did control it. Second half, they got very loose in possession, and Tottenham came into the game. Tottenham were a lot better. They improved. And and that's why then your heart was in your mouth a bit. Yeah. I, I personally think if we hadn't scored as early as what we want, as we had done, I think we might have won it more emphatically. Mm. Yeah. But that's, I mean, all, that's all hindsight. Listen, yeah, you, yeah. you, you want to go 1 0 up and 1 0 down. Oh, and listen, I, yeah. I've, I've been saying this all week as well. I said, it's serious to say you don't want to go because there's yeah. no, never a good, never a bad time to score. Oh, yeah, of course. And if someone could give me a goal after 30 seconds every single game, yeah, every day of every week, I'd take it. Yeah. But, but, what I'm yeah. trying to do is make excuses for what I think was a little bit of an insipid performance, yeah. attacking-wise. Yeah. As Keith said, they, they did defend well, but it was a little bit insipid. I think, I think playing Firmino, obviously, being in the second half, was not a mistake, it was a gamble, didn't pay off. He wasn't up to his normal work rate because he wasn't fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, even when he come on, you know, he obviously scored the goal and, and he'd done his best, but he's not he's not Firmino, was he? So, no. And I think mm. that had a bit of an effect on us. I, I think he had to make the subs on it. I yeah. think he got the mm. subs yeah. right. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. I mean, he scored the he scored the win. He scored some unbelievable, yeah. ex- dramatic goals, yeah, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah. Recently, and I, you forget that he scored against uh, Dortmund as well, don't you? Yeah, you forget yeah, that yeah. in that comeback. Yeah. But you know, he didn't play well. Let's right. get it straight. The only thing he did was score. Goal, but yeah. you know, you take that every day of the week. I, th- I think the Milner substitution was was a very good one. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I don't know whether you spotted it, but late on when he's acting the goal, taking the corner, yeah, and that. I was possibly the only one who, because I'm I'm a, I'm a little bit sinister when it comes to things like that. I'm prepared cynical to, or sinister? Both, both. Can we say cynical? Al? Yeah, yeah. And you know, it was it was refreshing to see someone who desperately yeah. wanted to win mm. and was going yeah. to do anything to win. Yeah, he was. Mm. In terms of you know, before we go into the nitty gritty of the match, in terms of the build up, I mean, you were all in Madrid. Uh, you know, so I mean, the the scenes you were getting back on Twitter. The fan park—it just seemed to be like a hundred thousand Liverpool fans there. I mean, what was the what was the atmosphere like? I mean, compared to say Kiev last year, or well, I'll be honest with you, we hardly seen any Tottenham, and, no. and that's that's genuine. Now. Yeah, yeah. No, I'd, yeah. So what did Liverpool you know, we, Tottenham well, two five to one? I've heard. Well, no. even you know, we never even went into the centre. We stayed by the Bernabeu. Yeah. So we experienced travel. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> Keep out the way. Have yeah. a drink. Sit in the sun. No yeah. one bothered. It. it was great. Get served easy. That was our plan, and, and it worked. Mm. But when he spoke to people that were in, went into the centre of Madrid, very rarely, very few Tottenham around. You know, yeah, obviously yeah. that like twenty thousand or so. But he couldn't, couldn't just yeah, not yeah. see them anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I so, didn't come across many Tottenham fans in the centre, mm. and police estimated that fan park at fifty thousand. You know, but the Liverpool one, one, yeah, 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 it was amazing, and it was, and that was your lad Danny running that, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and it went really well, I think. Yeah, well, it, you, you know, know, I mean, I heard someone of, you know, I heard Jamie Webster, I heard John Power. I mean, John Power's version of you never walk alone. Brilliant. It's just unbelievable, yeah. isn't it? It's slow. Yeah. It's like the cop used to sing it years ago. It's absolutely brilliant, you know. Yeah, but you say, you're saying about, the, you know, making people emotive. I can't, I can't listen. I've never been able to listen to you never walk alone without <laughs> tears coming in my eyes. <laughs> and I was watching Jamie Webster on the train coming up with the fan, because I never went yeah. to the fan park. 
Dan is watching the songs. When he starts singing, we love you, Liverpool. I got a lump in my throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's easy in my eyes. Then the woman in the train, look at me, I'm going on with you. You big softy. Yeah, so, I mean, during the day, like, what was... With the nerves, were you nervous thinking, oh, you know, it's like Liverpool, is this going to be Klopp's, you know, another fight? Because, you know, people were saying, weren't they, oh, he's a loser, you know, we never won a final and that. But, you know, Six I, on the run, you know. You're going to be nervous because of the, the occasion, aren't you? But I looked at, I seen something the other day, where, you know, is it Edson Red against Pochettino's very good, actually. Yeah, yeah. So, and you don't really t- take these into account. I didn't know it's before the game, to be honest. Mm. So when you look at things like that, you know, after, after, afterwards, you think, okay, yeah, why should you be nervous? But you're going to be nervous, aren't yeah. you? The, the, the reason why and I was nervous because everyone had, had thought it was a foregone conclusion. Yeah, we, were we, favorites, we, we were huge favourites, not just mm. favourites, huge yeah, favourites. Yeah. You were yeah. preoccupied before the game, weren't you, John? Because you, didn't you play in a staff match? I, pl- or something? I played in the UK in the... journalist against the Spanish journalist. Yeah, and there was some, e- there was some echo journalist there with his brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. James Pierce, where did he play? Uh, he played up front. Yeah. He played a lone striker. He's got a good striker. touch. He played a lone striker all like, like <laughs> I had to I had to change in the second half. And so you the player manager, yeah? Get, get more up front. We, yeah. we were told you sell that dogs behind a goal. <laughs> <laughs> he had a good chance later on, actually. Did he? Yeah. yeah. And and you were player manager, yeah? Yeah. I, and what start, was the, you had to score? Yeah. You seemed to be. We, uh, we were four 0 down at half time. And, oh my and god! And the team talk was <laughs> we may as well get beat ten. And, we uh, did. No, we got beat five four. We missed a chance last minute. Yeah. So I blame myself for being too cautious in the first half. Mm. Any other echo journalists involved? Um, Rafa Honig's team was involved. Was the, uh, yeah. uh, Neil Jones was there. Yeah, Gillian Balligay, anyone like no, that? He no, wasn't there, no, Neil Jones was yeah. decent. Good player, him. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he reminds me of a young David Fairclough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Minus that idea. Yeah. <laughs> so after you after this match, where do you go then? Do you you didn't go. Did anyone go to the fan park? No, I didn't. You went, well, I'm, I mean, what was... It just seemed to be a sea of red, you know. It was, um, it was, it was a very narrow sort yeah. of um, plaza, if you like, yeah, which yeah. just stretched into the distance. Yeah. Um, and, and that's a, as far as you could see, it was just people, you know, and, and they probably couldn't see the stage. A lot of them, they were that mm, far back, but yeah. they, could, they could hear everything. Yeah, and compared to, like, Shevchenko Park, a bit different, or was it... I didn't know? go to, to that one at Shevchenko Park. Oh, Shevchenko right. Park, that was, it was a park, obviously, yeah, one yeah. It, and it was open. Yeah. But like John said, that was a narrow... Yeah, yeah. 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 What I've seen on the telly from Shevchenko Park, it was a lot more organised in, in Madrid. Mm. I think they'd learned the lessons from yeah, yeah. Shevchenko Park in respect of... Stage Shev- invasions, you mean? Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> because it looked like yeah. it had more barriers in front, yeah. you know, to, ke- yeah. to keep control a bit more, which, let's be honest about it, you know, in Shevchenko Park, it was brilliant, but it was getting a bit chaotic towards the end, mm. wasn't it, you mm. know what I mean? So, and people not going to get hurt, obviously, but I think it was just, it looked more organised, that's all I yeah. can see on the television. So, what time... Trying to get a tap. What time is your head to the, uh, the ground? ground? We left yeah. about we left about two and a half hours before. Of course, it's seven, money. Yeah, yeah you know we did plan the organisation like there was a, yeah, at the ground. We had we had no because Spanish fine. police. We've all been to Seville, Barcelona, Madrid before, and they're not. You no, know, well, they're not what we uh, did say we, we, you wouldn't call them humanitarian. We said the, the plan Spanish was people. the plan was yeah, to leave about six o'clock, get up and make sure we get in and you know what have you. But we we used to have a good time, but you know in the bar, weren't we? We meet up at quarter seven. We got up there. Maybe for half seven ish, whatever. But we're all on a concourse speaking. And we all, most of us, we all just got in there as the okay without mm. any problems. But then when was you. Was there in, any fan parks near the ground as well? Like? Didn't see any. No, no. no. I've seen no. He wasn't, didn't see any. It's in the middle of nowhere, really. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, just, yeah. But once you got off the metro, the ground was there. Yeah. But then you read of the problems when you got in of different people. Mm. What was happening to people got yeah. tickets taken off them. Yeah, Genuine yeah. tickets ripped up yeah. by the police because oh, right. he took a flag off them when he wanted a flag back, they just couldn't let them in, mm. which was out of order. Yeah. We, you know, we heard about a woman, she searched the bag and he took a brush out of her bag. Yeah, and she yeah. said, That's my brush. And when she put her hand out to get it, the, uh, the stewards and the police yeah, grabbed yeah. her, thrown her behind back the, uh, the you know, ticket machine mm. and ripped the ticket up, yeah, yeah. which is disgusting and outrageous, yeah. you know. John? Yeah, I was, I was there at six o'clock. When yeah. it opened, and it was the nine o'clock kickoff, obviously because yeah, of the time hours, difference. Yeah. yeah, and just queuing up orderly as everybody was in the section when I was going mm. in, and um, somebody tried to get in either, either without a ticket or with a forged ticket, and it caused a bit of a commotion with the steward. As soon as the commotion started, the Spanish police who were behind the stewards just pulled the battens out. Yeah, started marching towards everyone, and there's hundreds of us in the queue at this time, in in sort of separate rows. Um, and we all turned to, to go back because they were shouting, 
get back, get back. They yeah, wanted yeah. everyone to back off uh, the, the gates, if you like. But Spanish police had then come in from the other side on the horses, and you know when they start spinning the horses around to yeah. create panic, compensation. So yeah. we were sort of trapped in the middle, and and I look behind me and I see this. Spanish policeman with pulling his baton out coming in my direction. Yeah. So, oh yeah. And <laughs> and he, he went to hit me and I just arched myself away sufficiently just for him to catch me just on yeah, one yeah. one leg. Um but he'd say no prisoners. Yeah, he didn't yeah. care the fact he, yeah, well, he that's, was that's part of the course. Well, I mean, mean, you know you've seen the you've seen Spanish police in the past, haven't you? Even with yeah. uh, Well I was aware of that you see you just know, gotta get away. Their own, you can't even, their own people demonstrating. Yeah. It's, 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 it's you a recurring thing though, isn't it? Yeah, you know, yeah. we, we had that in, you know, the same scenarios in Seville and Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and it's, you know, we go to Germany yeah. and the police let you out the same time as the locals. Yeah. Not one arrest, not one incident. Yeah. Brilliant. I, I, th- I think it's the mentality of expecting yeah. trouble. You know, on the lead up, you know, we don't want to well, too much, and the, the lead up to the the final and, and market and everything was, you know, English hooligans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, so it's, it's the mindset of them before yeah, you yeah. step a foot. Uh, yeah, I, I, saw, I, think I saw. I think they were aware that there was going to be possibly 30,000 people around tickets trying to get. That's an underestimate. Isn't I know, it? but you I'm know. saying, but actually trying to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It never happened. Really, really. No, 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 I never happened. I think most people without the tickets. They stayed. I think a lot of them did, but I, I, I got to the ground myself at six o'clock, and I. I got a cab out and I met a couple of a couple of mates and a few drinks, but I've never seen so many people outside the ground three hours before the game. Because mm. like, and that 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 I was half thinking, is that a lot of people who haven't got tickets who were just trying to? No, I think because I went in the ground about ten to seven, which is mm. now over two hours still. Um, Liverpool's end was. Um, Third, fourth, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, what, what I've read, read on social media, though, especially, is that like Tottenham fans were great. Yeah, they were yeah, fantastic. Everyone we met, we met some after the match in this bar, didn't we? By yeah. the burn about Andy, they were fantastic. Yeah. And you know, you're having you're having proper conversation with about the match, and not you know, not taking the mic yeah, out yeah. of each other at all. You know, yeah, it was a proper conversation, you know, and they they knew yeah. they played well, but they felt but, short. But, and they but, 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 you know, they were great. The Tottenham fans, and not but praise for them. I thought, you know, where they're good. I had a good chat with a couple of them on Sunday as well and I had a good chat with them straight after going back on the Metro. But do you not think the Tottenham fans reflected the Tottenham team in the fact that they were happy to be there? Yeah, yeah, And we we didn't want to win. We needed to win. We needed to win. And, you know, you have that hierarchy in age, don't you? Yeah, yeah. And you'd like to do something, you'd love to do something, you want to do something, but when you need to do something... John, as a manager, like, as soon as I seen that Kane was playing... I'm sure Tottenham fans, you know, their hearts sank. I'm sure Liverpool fans were going, great, Kane's not playing, because we all saw more against Ajax. It was unbelievable. Mm, yeah. What do you think his reason behind that decision well, was to... I to... Was, when I found out he was playing, I got told... I, I was walking up to the ground, so that would have been half seven. Yeah. And I got told by a Tottenham fan that Kane was playing. Yeah. And he seemed happy, but a couple of his mates didn't. Yeah, yeah. I was delighted. Yeah. And... I think his reasoning behind it is because he's looked as long as their talisman. He's the skipper. Yeah. So you'd always want to try and play your yeah. skipper. You know, if your skipper's yeah. fit, you want to play him. He's seen him in training, he's, he'll have thought he's fit. He was definitely not match fit. No, no. You know, no. and I, I, I think need that's it was for me, no, to be no, fair. He yeah. No, he wasn't. And and then what that what that led to in my eyes was a 10 v 10. Mm-hmm. Now, our 10 is going to be better than their 10. Simply because of the fact that our defence and our goalie is miles better than theirs. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So that was always going to be the case that if it, you know, if it comes down to that, if it came down to a chess match where you man each other off, eventually we're going to, they're going to yeah. run out of good yeah. players compared mm. to us. Mm. His face was in sack. It was last five minutes, was it? Mm. No, we've seventy nine minutes. No, Keynes. Keynes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know. He plays a good pass out wide, and that was probably the only thing he did in the game. But you know. He'd have been dead keen to play, and you can't knock on for buttons to play. Yeah. And it's it's a big, big call for the manager to make. You know, everyone's saying, how can you let leave a player out um, who scored three in the semi-final? Now, I, I get where people are coming from. No one battered an eyelid that he was left out mm-hmm. after scoring two against Barca. No, he wasn't yeah. mentioned. No, no one battered an eyelid about that. No, no, you know. But you know, would any other player... In Liverpool's history, scored two in a semi-final to be an outrage of yeah, yeah, playing. Yeah, 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 you're right, yeah, yeah, you're right. But I think yeah. the biggest mistake he made, not so much playing him, was leaving him on the pitch. 
Because yeah. he, he Yeah, I said that. And he, and he basically, what it was, he ended up with like four forwards all trying to play in the same space. Yeah. And we've done that in the past, haven't we? We, and then he should his way. He should have took Kane off. Mm. Yeah, said, if you're a Tottenham fan, yeah. you want to take him off. Yeah. But he left but him on the pitch. Did you see the... I fully expected that. I, I thought Klopp got our substitutions right at Spot the right on, time yeah. Yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I was fully expecting Tottenham once they started making theirs that Kane was going to be the first one to go. Yeah, yeah. I thought that. I thought that yeah. 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 Hey, talking yeah. of tactics, did you read uh, today, or yesterday was it, about uh, when he played Benfica B team? And he told Benfica B team Liverpool to study Tottenham. Mm. And play like them. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's oh, all close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's behind yeah. closed doors. Closed doors game in Marbella. And studied Tottenham. And he wanted you to play like Harry Kane. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah it was all that. And so like they a game of chess, isn't it? So, tactical genius. Talking from a tactical point of view, I was, I, I was quite up in the, high up in the ground. like, And it, you could see like the patterns of play. And Liverpool made a conscious effort, I thought. I mean, the, the one thing that, the, you know, Salah didn't play his best game. And uh, obviously Firmino, we didn't think was fit. But, you know, they had a system where they were going to let their centre-half split. They were going to go and Salah and Mane were going to go and press the centre-halves. Firmino was going to take the deep line midfielder. And they left sort of their out ball as being their left back. And so you've seen the keeper clip a few balls. And the amount of times Jordan Anderson did that, Horrible dog's work of mm. having to run from in to out yeah. to close mm. down. Yeah. And he, I thought, uh, Jordan, I was absolutely delighted for yeah. him picking yeah. the trophy up. Yeah. 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 Delighted yeah. for him. But I thought he. I think that's he, unanimous in his job. He played yeah. a game, a selfless game that, you know, he didn't. He, for me, he did. I thought he had a great game. Yeah. But it, it wouldn't have been noticeable unless you, you could appreciate the work yeah. he got through because he, he, he made more tackles than anybody, more interceptions than anybody. But making, I, I know from my own players when they have to do it. And when, when you're middle of midfielder or the advanced midfielder has to, has to do them doggies out wide and continually yes. do it. Mm. And you see a couple of times he fell out with Salad and he had a bit of a go at Salad. Yeah, yeah. sure. A couple yeah. of times. Yeah. Yeah. Because, he, you know, it's a hot night and he's having to, he's having to continue. Yeah. And he did it and did it and did it. And he did it to the letter. And I thought we absolutely blanketed them in the first half. Mm. First half, I thought we, we got it absolutely spot yeah. on. They couldn't breathe. They couldn't breathe on the ball. They never, never looked like they were going to get near us. Mm. Second half, I think we got a bit sloppy in possession. If anything, I think it possibly got a bit too well, easy. Obviously, I mean, uh, what about the heat in the stadium? How, how, how hot was it? Was it? Hot, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, obviously, that obviously affects, down. Down. That affects down. the game, yeah, doesn't it? Really, so, really, really it was, yeah, it was 90 so, I mean, degrees in a day, wasn't it? Yeah, so, well. I mean, in terms of pressing, yeah, it's not going to suit the yeah, pressing but, game, but, is it? You know? it, it wasn't like a, a hurry scurry. It wasn't like a... It was a controlled press. Yeah, so yeah. The, everyone knew what they were doing. They invited the ball, but they got into a position that they didn't have, have to sprint twenty yards. Yeah. They done it together. Didn't they, yeah, they, they were yeah. able to. They were able to jog. They jogged them into positions yeah. that they couldn't get out. Yeah, you know, that's as, it. As, as two or three players and one goal. Yeah. What we've been yeah. saying, and Rafa used to say it all the time, and we control the game. I oh, think we did. Yeah. They control the game, Liverpool. Oh, didn't they? I, I never felt. Our problems, I never felt Tottenham were going to score. Our problems came think. in the last twenty minutes when we continually and the biggest defender was Ari. Giving the ball we away. We kept yeah. on giving the ball away under yeah, no yeah. pressure. And and that, mm. that that was what sort of gave them a leg up into the game. He, he, made, up, he made up Milner gone on like. Delighted. Yeah, yeah. Delighted. I mean, 62nd minute, I think, was it? Yeah. And uh, yeah. Finn Wijnaldum, Wijnaldum had a... He, he, he wasn't effective, was he? No, no. He, he has one of them games that, you know, footballers have. And you don't go out playing in, a, in the biggest game of your life and, and go out to, to set out to play badly. Sometimes just the... the the occasion gets yeah. to you, or the game passes you by because mm. you just can't get a foothold into the game. Yeah. And it happens to the best players in the world. But well, I think that was the case with Ronaldo. He, he didn't appear to be in the game until yeah. about 10 or 15 minutes yeah. when he suddenly appeared. Yeah. And I don't think yeah. he'd had a touch or. But when, Milner, come, when, when Milner comes on, though, he, it's like what you're saying when Edison before with Salah. He was, he was arguing with everyone, Milner. Yeah, yeah, Making yeah. sure Drop everyone was seizing back, the, closing the down. The thing about Milner is you know he's on the pitch. Yeah. Yeah. Every time he, every time he's on the pitch, you know he's on the pitch. Yeah. He didn't know when Adam was on the no, pitch. Really, no, 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 you know, because no, you, you know Milner. If you see if one of their players on the floor, he's just been put on the floor nine times out of ten. It's Milner, yeah. and he's done it in a way where he hasn't even given a foul away. Yeah. You don't, you know, you, you yeah. just look, don't you? So that's a professional how foul. Yeah. Well, a tactical <laughs> foul, shall we say? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's what he's like, isn't he? He just does the things that, as mm. you know, as John Cena holds Anderson, he does the things that go unnoticed but need to be done. Mm. But I mean, you know, we all saw that, you know, Allison. 
made a few saves in the last 20 minutes or whatever, and the defence were pretty, well, rock, pretty rock solid. I mean, they were all routine that, saves, though, they yeah. not? Yeah, they weren't spectacular. I'd expect my goalkeeper to save You would do, but is that the difference between, say, Alisson being in goal in Kiev? Do you think it's a different well, game? You know. Well, it was well he says time. not, doesn't he? Alisson says no, you know. I say it, yes, though. I say yes. Obviously, that's that. Yeah. That's it's a, it's a goalkeeper's goal. union, it's isn't a, it? It's a yeah. freak goal, and, and, to, and to be honest, well, you know, he simply, in my opinion, wasn't good enough, and you know, yeah. So that's test. yes, from John. You can, yeah, yeah. that's not whatever way you want. <laughs> yeah. But there was a lot of other factors that went on, not, not just the, the goal that we conceded or the mm. goals that we conceded mm. last year. But I mean that that defence uh, on Saturday night in Madrid, it just looked. I, I think know, Tottenham could have played for another month and they wouldn't have scored. Well, two didn't look like scoring, did he? Didn't look like scoring. No, they didn't. No. No. Like Until the last I mean, ten minutes when he had about I, I, three or four shots. I still like some. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I still think. I still think he's in the top ten in the world, mate. I think. Yeah. I'd love him to get to go to Liverpool. Mm. You know, that's yeah, a plea. Yeah, that's a plea to Jürgen. Yeah. I'd love him to go to Liverpool. <laughs> there, there was one that dropped to, to Mora, wasn't there? And he yeah. took yeah, his yeah. yeah. but it was fairly sensible. Yeah. Mm. But, it, it, but if you'd equate that to his goal against um, against Ajax. Ajax, yeah. Ajax. Ajax. I used to call him Ajax. Ajax. Yeah. <laughs> it's Ajax. Yeah. And it's rude gullet as well. Yeah. But he, you know, he had to snatch it that one, didn't he? And he, you know, he snatched right and it went into the bottom corner. Yeah. Similar to Origi's goal, one at the goal against the... Um, Against Ajax. <laughs> <laughs> so we're uh, Klopp. It's like John Mercy. John Cruft. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. I, I was looking at a few stats today and like, I think, you know, I, I wrote an article a while back about, uh, you know, comparing Klopp to Shankly. Uh, and I, I honestly think this is the start of a dynasty, you know, the way it's being handled and that. But I just uh, looked at a few stats and um, Bill Shankly, uh, before he picked up his first major trophy, it was four years, four months. Now um, it's taken Klopp three years and seven months uh, to build this team. And this team is like, for me, it's it's be, it's beginning of a, of a team which will create a bastion of invincibility. We've seen that already at Anfield, you know, the season we've had. It's unbelievable, isn't it? Um, can you see that happening? That He's, we're going to be there for five or ten years? Manager? Is he Sorry, the first manager to win his game? His but, but first trophy? It all depends on Klopp staying for a long time. Well, he's well. here till 2022, isn't he? So it's another three years. years. But is he the first one to win his first trophy of being a, a European one? Yeah, I think he is, yeah. Must be yeah, yeah, because... See, Paisley's first trophy was the league and then the UFA Cup well, it, it was interesting you know, you're, you're equating that, um, the the similarities to Shankly yeah I and think I, there are I mean because I, yeah, I get I that I, I think yeah. Brendan Hodge when he came tried to try to instill that tried to tap yeah. into that yeah, yeah but everyone but I, saw through that no, but I, like, I've just read while I was away I, I read it on the plane as well going there that uh, the book about Paisley quite genius hmm. and when you when you read the tactics behind the European Cup wins, it was like a blueprint for that game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Honestly, yeah, yeah. I, I was like, the ears were standing on the back of my neck because I'm I'm reading that on the plane, mm. and then I'm seeing it on my phone. Live, yeah. Mm. yeah. See, because I, yeah. I think Klopp, my own opinion, has got two different ways of playing. He plays differently in Europe than he does in the in Premier League games, well, or League games. They all said that about Paisley. Yeah, and I think. You know, it's been born out, let's be honest about it. He's lost quite a few finals, but he's got quite a few finals anyway. And as he says... Well, he's himself, punching above his weight, won't he? Yeah, exactly. And as he says himself, yeah. it's an achievement to get to a final, no matter what anyone says. Certain for certain clubs. Well, as they want, Liverpool are a big club, but obviously you're fighting against massive club, not massive clubs, but teams with massive money. Massive and yeah. that's the problem we've had in the past, where you can't compete. On the, that scale, you need to bring a manager and you can do it a different way. And that's what he's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting when you say about stats. Someone was telling me the stats about how many times Liverpool have been in the European Cup. If you count this Champions League as the European Cup, is it twenty-eight times in European? Yeah, but the the strike rate of reaching semi-finals is fifty percent. Mm. Yeah, yeah, which is absolutely incredible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think um, I was doing a Q and A a few weeks ago with John Barnes. He was talking about stats about that in the first eighteen months, uh, two years. Brendan Rodgers' stats and Jürgen Klopp's, and we saw that from the paper, didn't we, were almost identical. He said, but the difference is that the club 
stuck with the Egan Klopp. They stuck with him and they backed him. When and they blew, they tore up the blueprints of get of the money ball of buying young potential, uh, coaching them and hoping they're going to do something in the Premier League. And Klopp must have gone in and said, "That does not work." You've got to buy the likes of Van Dijk. You've yeah. got to buy the likes I of think Allison. That's as much as, impress, as important as it is the manager that the owners have learned lessons and how to do things. I, I think yeah. it's crucial. But yeah. you know, we, we talk about this transfer committee, and I, I don't no know one's mentioned them for the last three I, years. I, I, I don't know whether this transfer committee was about when when Brendan Rodgers was was there. I, I, I presume it was. It, it all boils down to we had we sold a big asset and we wasted the money from yeah. a big asset. Yeah. This time around, we learned from that mistake. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah, we yeah. should have learned from the mistake that Tottenham made when they sold Gareth Bale. Because yeah. he didn't buy quality, they bought quantity. quantity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Liverpool didn't learn, did exactly the same. Yeah. We more or less got two for one. Yeah, and you know, yeah. we spent wisely with the money this time around. We didn't buy a lot, we just bought two yeah. top players. Yeah. And, so and do you think that's, that's what, what gonna make the that's difference. the blueprint now for the future? I mean... Listen, you know, reading that Bob Paisley book and the, and the and the blueprint for for the Liverpool of old was you'd always strengthen that from a position of strength. Two or three mm. players, and, yeah. and, but they've got to be two or three top players. Yeah. Now, I'm I'm speaking to the lads in the pub on, you know, your mate the priest, my mate the priest. Yeah. And I'm he's not actually that, a priest. No, he's not. <laughs> Nothing like a priest. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, he's the opposite. <laughs> Opposite to I'm, I'm saying we should, we should buy Son. We should be we should be in the market like some Ericsson. Mm. Where would you play? Now, the top teams have five or six mm. available. Yeah. And then they cross that bridge when they come to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So you know, yeah, you're not buying buying well, people to take someone's well, place. Well, Sturridge and Moreno are definitely going yeah. Yeah. So sorry, we need Pete, uh, we need to... with Man City and me. You know, they've got like twenty four players. Yeah. yeah. You can have another team. Yeah. yeah. But we're, you know, we're, I'd say we're losing storage and Moreno, so they've got to be replaced, and then maybe replace them with one or two extra players. Yeah, but so that could be two. Is, though, that could be three or four, yeah, couldn't but it? The, the thing is, as John's saying, you know, as much as I love Rafa Benitez, he's done exactly the same thing. He had both quantity and mm-hmm. quality. What's the point in letting storage go and Moreno go if you're going to replace them with like for like? What's the point? Uh-huh. Might still, might, if you can't, you know, it's being. You got to trust Klopp. No, you exactly. You know, myself included. We all thought when he didn't get Van Dijk first, go and buy someone else. Mm. He didn't do it, mm. and look what's happened. So if he doesn't replace Moreno and Storage eh, at the beginning of the season, mm. what's but the point? He's, he's got Milner. Yeah, so he's got why, Milner. You know, we've done all that, as John said. We, we panicked when, when we, we bought we, Andy Carroll. We've been quite fortunate in the fact that we haven't had massive injuries yeah. to them from. Yeah. 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 That's the point. To oh, have and that's why I, need, I think we need to spend 100 million on a striker. Yeah, I, I agree. Whether Sturridge and Moreno would stay in or, or go, and they're the two positions really that need strengthening because yeah, yeah. we got away with it with Robertson. He played 36 mm. games out of 38 mm. in the in yeah. the league. Brilliant season, but if he got injured or suspended for for a while, yeah, yeah you're right. We had Milner, but he's not he's not the long term solution, is he? A fullback? If no, he's not out for a long time. And up front. The three up front, I think, all played league-wise, all played over 30 games. Yeah, yeah. So, again, we got away with that in a way. We didn't get long-term injuries with them. Mm-hmm. You know, but if we did, and we had to rely on a regain storage for a longer period, yeah. we might have struggled a bit. So, they are the two positions, irrespective of them going now anyway. Storage and Moreno, we need, I think, to buy some quality. Yeah. I think I think I'm not, I'm not an advocate of rotation. I never have been, never will be. But I think you'd have to have a strong squad. And you'd have to have... If you're three players know to play in every week, I don't care, you're human. You, you, it's going to take the edge off you. So you've got you've to have competition for places. You've got to have four mm-hmm. or five top strikers that, you know... Because Salah's gone through a couple of bad spells playing for Liverpool. You know, let's get it wrong. He's got mm-hmm. great goals. But let's get it right. He's, he's gone through a couple of bad yeah, spells. Yeah. And they're the times when you just put a, another top, top on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And City yeah. can do that. We That's can't. City can this, do. Well, this is what, he's, what exactly he's saying, isn't it? You know, mm. we want to we want to go and challenge again for the league next year. We miss out on a yeah. point this year. Now, as we're all saying, take one or two injuries out, out of our top, top three. And mm. then we're all so runs yeah. again then, aren't we? Mm. You know... We, we need a life for life. We have got to go spend big on a player. Well, that player the will thing be. is, sorry, John, is that it's two things. I think Klopp's training methods have, have minimised the, the injuries that we had because he had a lot when he first came, didn't he? Because he was putting them through the paces. Mm. I think that's had a bit of effect. But the bigger thing is, you know, we read, we read all the reports, we just earned 
this season a quarter of a billion pounds mm. on what we've just done mm. in revenue, you know, to different streams. Now, that's on top of what we're going to get anyway. So yeah. the money's there, you know. In the past, I've always told you, you don't want to... Everyone's doing it now, and I don't mean going buy a whole team, but we've got money now to go and buy two or three class players. Yeah, yeah. So it's got it's got to be it's the way it's got to be qu- well. quality rather than quantity. Yeah. And I think you've got to trust Klopp. And John Barnes was saying this: the the he rules the roost. He's running. You know, the hierarchy of the club just say, yeah, what do you want? And if he's, he wants something, mm-hmm. and he, you've seen that their whole blueprints of what they started off with. You know, and it, they tried it with Brendan Rodgers. Yeah, they've they've ripped it up, yeah. and they just say, "Klopp, whatever you want, we'll give you." And I think that's the case at the moment. You know, no, but you've you've got to be careful that like, you don't kind of scattergun approach. Then they just say, "Well, I'm signing him, 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 and him." You know, yeah, I'm but not, I'm, I'm not don't saying Klopp will. I'm not saying, See, I, I no, I'm not saying Klopp, Klopp will, but there'll be there'll come a time where you can't give him carte blanche. You know, if you're controlling a pair of things, you can't give anyone carte blanche because they'll spend it. You know, if, if someone's got, it's like a money team chop business. Chop with chop. <laughs> <laughs> like a money team business. Do you spend it? It's very, uh, very sexist in this no, day and age, no, John. No, it's just... It's very true, actually. It's, it's just true, isn't it? See, but I don't think Klopp would do that. I think if Liverpool gave Klopp half a billion no, and say, go I'm, and do what you want, I don't think he would. I'm not saying that. Not saying, but for argument's sake, Guardiola, he would. But yeah. I'm not saying he you know, will, but what I'm saying is, City I do. don't think it's as cut and dry as he can do what he wants. I don't think that's the case. Because I don't think it could be the case. Not with the model at the science of all. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, one of the arguments that, you know, should be going now now is that we can we can build a bigger stadium. You know, the, the plans have got to go in. Yeah, yeah. We mm. can, and we can have, our revenue should be on par with Man United and yeah. Arsenal. Mm. We are now one of the biggest clubs in the world, if not mm. the biggest well, clubs in the world. Well, have you seen the footage from all around the world? I think Liverpool FC put it up on, on their social media. And it was uh, Baghdad, Malaysia, Indonesia, Thailand, New Indonesia, New York, yeah. Texas, all around the world, Australia. Texas. And it was like just fan <laughs> parks full of Liverpool fans with <laughs> Liverpool shirts on. All just going, songs all, all singing LA, LA. You know, it's unbelievable. Yeah, so streets of New York, you can't Sydney. believe how big this club yeah. is. You know, Well, you know, in the past, you haven't had the, the resources, the infrastructure to tap into that. Now, if people don't like, you know, you got to do that, haven't you? Yeah. If you want to be successful, you got to tap into that mm. sort of favour and that, that support cool. all over the world. But you got to then use that to do the right thing with it, well, haven't as you? As our chairman says, and don't forget, we are on a minus, minuscule scale to look at. But as our chairman says, the, the best form of revenue, it costs you a penny to print a ticket. And, and you sell it for whatever you sell it for. Mm. So mm. that's that will Get always be the, the ground, that'll yeah. always be the best form of revenue. Yeah. Now you can say, well, I... I, I, I Premier League level, maybe they don't need that because they're getting money in. But an extra 20,000 on the gates, you know, it's, it's yeah, a million yeah, pounds yeah. every week. Yeah. Is, and also, every other week. You're right, because the money through the gates is is a drop in the ocean compared to what they're getting through yeah. always. But they get that through other ways by what they get in the ground yeah. in the first place, mm-hmm. by the atmosphere they, they create yeah. and what you give them, you know, to get them to sell well, their stuff. So, but I but think you must think that if, if Liverpool could hold, if Anfield could hold 80,000, they wouldn't fill it. They'd fill it. I know they'd fill it. Of course they'd fill it, yeah. Mm. So, of course they'd so, fill it. You know, with progressive pricing as well. Build it and they will kill I think you're right. I think you're right. And I think surely now, well, when you look at the, the value of the club now, from they bought it for 300 million. You know, it's there's someone on the radio yesterday saying it's got to be worth, you know, one and a half billion now. Yeah. You know, so in terms of the money that they're generating uh, and the money that's coming in, you know, the, you know, they're going to do something, aren't they, surely? Haven't you got know? until September where the council says yeah, so for, it, 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 it's, it's 54. 54. Yeah, if they extend the Anfield Road, my coach just over 60, but, you know, we need a 75. We need, you know, 75. Yeah, but the problem is, logistically, I don't, without knocking probably the Cameron Road down, or whatever it's called mm. now, um, you're not going to get that. No, you're not going to get that. You're not going to do it because yeah. it's not. You haven't got the ground around you. Yeah. You're not going to trust the cop, are you? So let's be honest yeah. about it. You can only do so much with the Annie Road, and so to get to that eighty thousand capacity, mm. that's a knockdown. What was the Metropolitano like? What was that like? Yeah, it's just, oh, that brilliant. was great ground. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant, yeah. brilliant ground. Yeah. And what's the capacity? 70, 67. Something like that. I mean, I'm really close to the pitch as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Proper football ground. What yeah. was the in terms of atmosphere? Was I mean, yeah, it, it didn't yeah. seem to be a brilliant atmosphere. I, no, that was good. I, I, no, was, no, I, I was watching it in a pub in Sheffield with the rest of the farm oh. and uh, space after we'd done the gig and that. 
But I mean, you can't really tell from the television. But I uh, personally thought it was a bit subdued. Everyone yeah, was tense, yeah. Best tense, yeah, yeah nervous. Know, and, and that last twenty minutes, tense, as well, nervous, headache. You could feel it. <laughs> you could feel it in the crowd. Couldn't you? Yeah. you know the the well, the lack of atmosphere. Really, so it was the a Rigi goal. That's when everyone on the pole yeah, went mad. Like everyone, you know, everyone knew then. Everyone knew. Yeah, it was all a bit edgy then with Tottenham just getting. A, but that's when he had their couple of chances, hadn't he? He took that well, didn't he? He took that well. He touched by Matter. Yeah, yeah. He took that well. He was excellent as well, by the way. He was, yeah. I mean, and to see, you know, the scenes after the game, like, I mean, I was just thinking now, you know, but there again, I was thinking, yeah, but I was also thinking the last final miss was Istanbul. Uh, and I watched it with Mick Potter, my mate, and he was in the pub in Sheffield with me, so I knew we were going to win. So next year, we so next year in Istanbul, <laughs> we know where you're going. <laughs> yeah. I might go to the Super Cup. Yeah. You know, I don't mind if I jinx that. Yeah. <laughs> but it was unbelievable to see the scenes, and, you know, um, when you seen Henderson and his dad, you know, it was yeah. fantastic. It was like, mm. it, it obviously wasn't as dramatic as Istanbul, but you know, still absolutely brilliant, different class because you never thought it was a different kind of emotion. You never yeah, thought it was more relief. I thought, yeah, yeah. yeah. going back to what we said yeah. earlier on, you know, Definitely. it was we we needed to win it. We needed to win that cup. Mm. We Klopp needed to win after the, the disappointments of the Premier League, of course. Yeah. And then the way we played all season, we needed to, to win the European mm. Cup. It's not a bad consolation, is it? Winning the richest prize in uh, your in 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 world football, is it? The European Cup. Well, Not a bad consolation, but I think you know we all we all you know we, I think uh, as you said, John, you know City would would have swapped it, wouldn't in the Premier League, you know, and we was done. But it's absolutely brilliant to have won, isn't it? Well, one thing you could you could see from the um, just the celebrations after a match, which is really significant, I think, for the club. Everyone, every member of staff, mm. and every player, yeah. We're, we're, we're celebrating and we're involved as if they had personally scored the winning goal. Even Moreno. <laughs> Everyone. And it was absolutely brilliant yeah. to see. Yeah, and, it was, yeah. And when the crowd, you might not have noticed this on the telly, but say when the crowd was singing to Van Dijk or to mm. Bobby Firmino or whatever, all the players were singing the yeah. song. They knew the words and yeah, they were yeah. singing to their mm. teammates. There was, there was one disappointing uh, thing. You went into the dressing room and they've had videos of the dressing room and... Champione. Uh, our players are singing <laughs> Champione apart from yeah. Alison, who's singing Campione. Yeah. So uh, we would have thought Trent, Trent would have told them yeah. it's, it's Campione. But Alison singing Campione. Yeah, that's know. why we gave Alison man of the match. <laughs> that clinched it for him. So uh, did anyone make the homecoming? The yeah. incredible homecoming? No. Yeah, I did, yeah. Did you make it, yeah? Yeah, I got back five o'clock Sunday morning. Did you? So, so did you, did you come into town or...? I went and seen at the maze at the yeah. maze at the start and mm. then got down to the Coburg for the last hour and watched it on TV till they came along the strand. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's, it's absolutely brilliant. We had a gig in uh, Salford that day, believe it or not, <laughs> which was uh, absolutely brilliant. I was going uh, on stage, what a beautiful day to be alive. What a fantastic weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, uh, our guitarist is an Evertonian, Keith. And I said, unless you're an Evertonian. And that was the only reference I made to it, really. But when I was in the beer tent later, loads of United fans coming up to me, you know, shaking my hands, you know, going, I can't believe you bastards, you've done it again, <laughs> you know. And, and they were like, uh, oh, and they were, um, you know, they were really, you know, they were saying, we're 10 years behind you now, we, you know, Klopp's on the Yeah, 20 years, someone of was saying, but yeah. they couldn't, you know, they were like, they're distraught, like they need counselling, don't they? They are yeah. really, because they, they've gone from from a couple of years ago, a few years ago, to where they are now. And they were, you could you could see they were like, and they were genuinely going, it's finished for us, that <laughs> you were in yeah. six. Since that's what you say about the, the, the homecoming, 750,000 Norwegians must have yeah. organised themselves quite sharp. I, I, I think it just proves to everyone that, you know, this, you know I'd say... Liverpool's two thirds red, yeah. I think it yeah, is. You know? I mean, even our mate Brendan Grant, who when he was running his uh, football tournaments uh, in McGull, TMS, he was saying in 2001, that's when it changed. He said it used to be like 60 40 Liverpool by 2001, 2005, it had gone to 80 20 Liverpool. He said, but never tell anyone that because mm -hmm. he's never told me. <laughs> Oh, I, I think I think it is. I think two thirds is probably that. Yeah, I mean, you just see. I mean, th th those scenes. You know, 
Unbelievable. Yeah, coming, home, coming home yeah. on a flight. Yeah, I've got to say a massive thank you to Ethiopian Airlines. Yeah. It's the best <laughs> airline. You your life. <laughs> it's the best airline we've ever been with, honest to God. They were absolutely first class. Where do you? Yeah. The pilots, we <laughs> he come out and saying, everyone starts, yeah, these camera phone, all right. Yeah. We're going, who's driving a plane, flying a plane? <laughs> he was also a pilot, don't worry. Right? <laughs> and then the girls were coming down and all the, the, yeah. the Ethiopians dressed with, yeah, with, yeah. with the cake, with Liverpool, you know, live a bit, champions yeah, in, in yeah. Europe. And champagne for everyone oh, free. Okay. Was it? And the yeah. old plane was bouncing, yeah, yeah. singing songs. Saw, and they were all, yeah. they were all, all, like, all the cabin crew. Honest to God, you were absolutely yeah. brilliant. Oh, right, fantastic. Really, really yeah. nice. Nice touch off them, you yeah. know. And, and when, did you, when did you get home? Sunday night, was it? Yeah, about five o'clock. Yeah, uh, you missed the young coming. Uh, yeah, we just went to Wotton and uh, we, yeah. just, we just had another five like pints to see her, uh, yeah, yeah. To see her out. But yeah. even the taxi driver says it was from the airport. He just said, listen, keep away from town. All the roads are blocked. You're not getting yeah. away. Yeah, 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 so. yeah. Incredible scenes, yeah. right? Yeah, I watched it myself yesterday on the telly. Especially down the strand when you're seeing all that, you know, the, the sea of red, you know, yeah. right on the river. Some of the, those photographs, you know, and like, uh, you know, some of the photographs on the strand, they're just like... Yeah, and they're dead they're like paintings, aren't they? They're like, you know, yeah. they're like you know, dancing in fair, aren't they? It must be absolutely yeah, amazing. Yeah. Did you see Wijnaldum and Van Dyke going to meet the Dutch squad? Yeah. And they're all getting clapped in by... You can see that it's things like that which really brings it home to you because you still got to pinch yourself because you know it was only a few years ago we had Roy Hodgson as, as manager yeah. Yeah. yeah no it is it's, 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 the transformation is you know is unbelievable but I think you know the, the owners as much as you know myself personally have had a few goals with them in the past over certain things I think they've got to certainly have credit. Keith yeah. um, because <laughs> do you want to go into that <laughs> if you got time yeah um, but no they changed tact and you've got to get them credit for that because they could have easily stuck to what they thought was the right way yeah. and we could have gone we could have gone into oblivion basically but they've changed and that's that's a, ma- a, ma- a major mm. factor on us going on now hopefully they'll do the right thing again mm. and reinvest in the squad yeah. but as we spoke before and reinvest in the team yeah. sorry the whole the club infrastructure, infrastructure yeah. you know, yeah. get the right people in running things, mm. get involved in the community, which they're trying to do a lot more of, and build a better stadium mm. and, one, and build one, better one, one of the key facilities. Things, one of the key things is we've got to stop making two, we've got to get the best. So, our signings now have got to be the best, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. We're, we're, in a, we're in a strong position of strength now where we've got the finance, but people yeah. want to play for them, yeah, people yeah. want to play for a club, but you know, we're not a, people like we're not, not a stepping stone anymore, yeah, no, see, people, the, people the, want to play for them. And, People want to come to Liverpool because they think that this could be the start of something special. Mm. So that's when you've got to you've got to uh, prioritise that you're going to get the best players and you've got to capitalise from your position of stand. Yeah. Well, only it's a few like weeks ago, so when once the silly season started with um, the, you know, you can buy players now and all that stands through in the one. It was reports about Salah going to Madrid yeah, or Barca yeah. and whatever. Sure, and, and, and now that's listen, yeah. it's do the way around now. Mm. You know, mm. that's well, Klopp's created a monster, hasn't he? And uh, your John, your your lads created a monster with the boss nights in the fan park, isn't he? And we, what's he thinking yeah, of it's, after it's, this weekend? I mean, massive, is he I mean, thinking, what do we do next? You know, you know 50, take that, take that as on an Anfield tomorrow. Uh, I think. You know, performed fifty thousand fans there on, yeah, on yeah. Saturday. It's been phenomenal. Yeah. But but I think shouldn't have let Colin Murray on to do Bohemian Rhapsody, you know. That's that's ended my sacrilege. <laughs> yeah. That's sacrilege for me. Yeah, I was thinking that. You know. But um, you know, a lot of what they've done, the boss lads and, and the other groups. And, yeah, fantastic. You know, it's unbelievable. They, they've bought the atmosphere, developing that atmosphere back yeah, into the yeah. stadium, which, which Klopp I think has that's right, yeah. helped as yeah, well. Yeah. You know, because yeah. Klopp's got rid of the neg- a lot of the negativity from the moan stand and places yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. And the boss stuffs. It's bo- all bo- helped. Both the, the songs and and, and well, the, is that because there's a younger generation? I think so. Definitely. You know, Madrid. 2019, it's the young generation's file. Ah, Tom even said to me, you know, Tom uh, went on the ticket, uh, I got him. Uh, he even said to me, um, he said, uh, Istanbul, like, I, was, I, was, I wasn't young, I was too young to appreciate it, it, really. Yeah. He said, but, you know, uh, you'll never get in Istanbul again, will you? But that was unbelievable on yeah, Saturday. You know, yeah. And it's like, that's the feeling, is it? It's this new. You forget Istanbul was fourteen years ago. Yeah. You think well, it's you know? But don't forget, you had your Istanbul this year. It was just in the semis instead of the yeah. final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah, was your Istanbul yeah. moment. Yeah. The, the thing with the younger generation, you know, is is you got they have harnessed it, but more outside the ground than inside the ground. That's certainly helped, 
Yeah, but, you know. but obviously the trick is now, as we all get people, them in, is to harness it and get them mm. in the ground. Some that, one way or another, that's the main, the one main thing, thing. The one thing that, uh, you say about the boss nights is that, you know, and, and what they've done, is that when you go around Anfield now, every pub has got an acoustic guitar to <laughs> in Liverpool song because yeah, they're all trying to get in on it. People take that good feeling into the ground. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. it's good though, isn't it? Yeah. You know, whatever. I might, I might just be a throwback, but... You, you are a throwback. You get, it, you get such a buzz. <laughs> certainly singing the old songs. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, when yeah. I was listening to them singing that air, we love you, Liverpool, and yeah. the words to it, you know what I mean? Yeah. You just get such a good feeling yeah. with, with John Power doing, you know, walk alone slowly and he's first at it, I think, at the bus night at the end of the season. Did but it, he did it, it again, yeah. didn't he, at the fan park yeah. and I heard it on the podcast that was on on the Echo yeah, where it on the weekend. Yeah. It's absolutely brilliant. You should listen to that, you know, it's absolutely fantastic. So, um, anyone fancy the Super Cup in Istanbul? <laughs> I yeah, might go to that. What date is it? Yeah. Yeah. It's 14th, it's 14th of August, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'd be playing Chelsea. No, maybe not, but um, uh, you never know. You never know. I mean, I don't think many of them will travel, will you? you know? We've got the Chelsea shirt for them. Yeah, yeah, we've got a gig that, that day. Another one. Yeah. We're, we're busy. busy. <laughs> my, my season starts on the third. The third of August. Oh, yeah. yeah. Have you have yeah. any fixtures yet? No. No. It's no. Come no, on. We have to look after the So it's um, it's been absolutely momentous uh, couple of weeks, hasn't it? You know, really yeah. the build up, everything. I think the three week gap was a bit too long, myself. You know, but. Uh, it's been unbelievable. We lifted number six. It's been absolutely fantastic. Uh, I don't think I'm ever going to go to another final ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, the jinx. But uh, you know, sum up your thoughts. We go around the table. Sum up your so thoughts. What, John. what is what is the just before we, we sum up our thoughts? What is the record? So we, who's got the most? Where where are we standing in the most? To be the third most. Third most. Yeah, yeah it's um, it's, it's, Real it's Real Madrid. Real Madrid. Yeah. Uh, AC Milan and Liverpool, yeah. So we are, you know, we're officially we've got the same as Barcelona. Barcelona and no, Bayern. Barcelona. Oh, they've got five now. Bayern and Barcelona had five Ooh, each, five. and we've gone ahead of them now. So the, um, we're Milan out, we're seven, out of the pack. Yeah. We're out of the pack and into the, the top so. three European royalty. You know, it's to think about it. You know, when we when we saw that with Rafa a few years ago, you know, two thousand five, two thousand seven, when we went through all those traumatic periods. 2010 and uh, you'd never think that we'd be in two consecutive European no. Cup finals would you and you never know I wouldn't bet on you know Liverpool doing what Real Madrid done and go, well, and go to a few more week, no one want to play as will he no, no nobody nobody no the way I look at it uh, so really in one word I want you to sum up what it's been like in one word in one word yeah yeah come on reborn reborn yeah, Keith, I couldn't say it in one word. Actually, um, I don't know. Um, one it's word. Been, uh, it's been a pleasure to watch, hasn't it? That's one phrase. Pleasure. John can't do it in one word, but I'm just absolutely ecstatic at the, at the position. Ecstatic. That, That's all you have to say. The club is now in <laughs> as as the unit that we are on yeah. under Klopp. You know, yeah, yeah. Owners, fans. Yeah. The way we're yeah working as one. Working Mono. as one. Campioni. <laughs> and are we going to sing Campioni? Campioni, Campioni, Campioni Liverpool. You've been listening to Alley Rouge for the Blood Red Liverpool Echo. All our listeners all around the world, thank you very much and thanks for the feedback. Over and out. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.